Longtime fans of the show should be familiar with the lender formerly known as Sue Pullen, and I'm pleased to announce that she's back, fresh off a rebrand and ready to help as Sue Mackey. Sue is a certified mortgage advisor at Fairway Independent Mortgage, an equal housing lender who focuses on finding the right product for you and your needs. She has over 20 years of experience helping thousands of homeowners. Whether it's purchasing, refinancing, or even a reverse mortgage, Sue will help. Sue's licensed in 36 states now, so reach out and let Sue Mackey it happen for you. The best way to reach her is just give her a call at 520-977-7904 or in an email, spullen at fairwaymc.com. Fairway Independent Mortgage has an MLS number of 2289. Sue Mackey has an MLS number of 206048. That email again, spullen at fairwaymc.com. And that phone number is 520-977-7904. Shoot Sue an email and let her know she needs to update that address. You are listening to an entertainment program put together by a company called Financial Ineptitude. Anything said on this show is not an endorsement or professional advice. Would you really want to tell a court of law you were suing us because you thought taking financial advice from two idiots on a podcast put out by Financial Ineptitude was a good idea? Really? Clown hats on your face. Um, that's what we're doing. I mean, we could do the show. I mean, I thought we were doing karaoke. Hello. <laughs> is it me you're looking for? That one again. Hello and welcome to the China <laughs> shop, everyone. Get your asses inside. It's not karaoke. It's time for two bulls in a China shop. It's the first time I've ever said it that oh, way. Yeah. I'm shopkeeper Dan. With me as always is Kyle, creator of financialineptitude.com. Kyle, how are you doing today? I'm pretty good. Uh, mostly because of M period challenge. That was about the only bright point in my day today. <laughs> You've been rocking those. I, yeah. Uh, I'm, uh, I know as soon as I take it out of sim, though, that's going to be the, uh, it's going to go the other way. <laughs> but I don't know. Kyle, I think. Weeks in a row, four weeks in a row, maybe then I will try it. Just get an Apex eval just for M period challenge. That is an excellent idea. Cost you, cost you what? 60 bucks, 40 bucks, 30 bucks, 30 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, get, get to 25K. Yeah. Yeah, Just do it. Yeah. Okay. Just do it. Right. Sounds like a plan. All right. Oh, oh, fantastic. We got through that. Come on to the shop with us today, folks. Sit back, relax, hedge against the rage machine. We'd like to welcome any new listeners just joining us. We're here smashing our way through a complete set of fine China, sharing those ever-growing strategies for maximizing gains and cutting losses. If you are new to the shop and stock trading in general, you can always check out our knowledge and resource centers on financialineptitude.com, or you can give one of our many beginner trading episodes a listen. We'll have all those links for you down in the episode description. But the best place to be is get your ass over to our Discord server. Kai and I get on there every day with a bunch of really amazing, awesome people. It's totally free. No paid special access areas. Fuck that shite. Only thing we ask, we ask one thing when you join that Discord, Kyle. Kyle, what is that one thing we ask them? No feet pics. That is the only thing. No feet pics. And and as a thank you for not sending me feet pics, we will send you smashable swag. <laughs> Straight from the shop. <laughs> Just need a mailing address without feet. <laughs> without feet. Oh, you know, this, this would be a lot less funnier if you were actually into feet. Oh, shit. Hang on. My mic setting looks like it's really low. Oh, yeah, I can hear you a lot better now. Sorry, where were we at? All right, yes, yes. So as a reward for not s- sending feet pics, uh, we'll send you some smash-it-yourself swag straight from the China shop shop. Shop, shop, shop. 
where we have a really wonderful time. A lot of great, amazing people. Speaking of great, amazing people, Kyle, any show news, exciting stuff coming up? Oh, yes. Uh, before that, oh, damn it. I did want to say something about the Discord. Um, oh. Just, uh, I don't think we've ever really put it out there, but you and I have been getting on there every morning at 8 o'clock. And if anybody wants to join us for our morning uh, planning, uh, we get in there, we talk about levels, we do some DOM replay, uh, just yep. some stuff to get us set for the day. It's It's been helping me a lot. Yeah. Even though yeah. you may not be able to tell from this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, eight, 8 o'clock central. It's, it's 6 a.m. my yes, time. Yes, sorry. 8 o'clock central. Yes. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. But as far as show news goes, uh, let's see. We've got coming up next week is Walter Holmes. He is the creator of the Wall Street Wiz stock market simulator and also just a general champion of education. It was a really fun conversation with him. Uh, nice elderly uh, guy from Philadelphia. Nice. He was recording in the middle of a thunderstorm. So there may be some <laughs> if you hear some crashes, it's not him falling over. <laughs> oh, let's see what do we got after that. Um, uh, after that, we've got Tony Pollock. He is also a trader. He told me the story about how when he tried to go pro, he basically lost everything to the point where he's maxing out credit cards. And I think we can all relate to the journey that he went through. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's <laughs> You, you got to lose before you win. Yeah. Yeah. But he has um, he does some courses and some other stuff. I'd like to have him back on, I think, another time, maybe for a roundtable on just uh, the idea of being a better loser. That's uh, something yeah. that he's talked about quite a bit. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I'll have to reach out to him, see if I can set that up. Um, other than that, the uh, first episode of The Optional Experience with Eric Smolinski and Penny Lane Blaine came out last or this was that Thursday. Uh, next one should be in a week and a half, two weeks. Nice. Very nice. Good stuff there, too, by the way. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, a lot of, got, we got some good people on the docket here coming up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oof, this has been such an amazing journey, and it continues. And I'm, I'm so glad we get these amazing people. I don't know how it happened. It's just like magic. I know, right? Couldn't be your hard work, <laughs> Kyle. It's just magic. No, 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 no. We just put a name on a list, and then people <laughs> signed up. It's insane how much these people want to talk to people. <laughs> Oh, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of talking to people, we've got an uptight, upbeat, upsetting episode for you today. Lots of market (laughs) moving news, plenty of stocks on the radar, and brighter futures than an actor's residual check in the era of streaming. Okay, I thought I saw some headlines. Is this of like people getting negative uh, checks? How the fuck is that possible? Yes, yes. The actor Camille McFadden from KC Undercover on the Disney Channel uh, got some negative residuals. Does that mean he owes them money? <laughs> it, they deducted it from his other residuals. Uh, he oh, netted two dollars and seventy seven cents. Wow. For the yeah, month. I guess, is that why they're on strike? <laughs> One of the reasons. Yeah. <laughs> the lady who plays Bev on Reservation Dogs shared hers. She got paid three cents. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wow. For the streaming on reservation dogs. Oh, uh, fuck. You know what this is going to mean? Uh, my Disney puts are going to fail? No, this means that uh, there's going to be a lot more commercials on the streaming services coming soon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. they're going to have to start paying the talent. Uh, uh, that means I, I that figured, you're going to have to, too. <laughs> I figured, I, <laughs> I, I just figured they were going to go to AI actors. Oh, well, I mean, 
Yeah. yeah. Bring, bring yeah. back peak Arnold Schwarzenegger. Give me some 80s movies. <laughs> I'm all in. <laughs> I'm all in. <laughs> I'll sign up for that service. <laughs> oh, yeah. I spent way too long watching those videos where the guy does the Arnold impression and he does it oh, over Jay and yeah. Silent Bob. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. So it's Arnold and Stallone. Yeah. Oh, spent way God. too long doing that. Oh, God. Anyway. <laughs> Could have been an astronaut or some shit. <laughs> some shit. Be the first one to fucking alien. <laughs> Okay, reach out to us, folks. We do love your messages and comments on Twitter and Discord, uh, even Facebook occasionally. Uh, I got the link link to that, uh, all those stuff in the episode description. Uh, I, or maybe it's just the Discord. I don't know. I can never remember. That's all there. If you're old school, you can send us an email to two bulls at financialineptitude.com. That's the number two bulls, two B U L L S, at financialineptitude.com. Maybe you got a hot stock tip. Maybe you want to tell us about a great trade you just made. Or maybe. Some kind old man managed to help you overcome your homeless situation, gave you some training and a job at their company, and now some evil ex-employee wants your help bankrupting the place. Hmm. It doesn't matter. We just love it when you reach out. Damn, I thought for sure you were going the uh, the Ice Cube movie where he's uh, hunted in the, the woods. like a, He's a homeless <laughs> dude, and they throw him out there and try to hunt him. But uh, now turned on no. the end. No, I never saw that one. That sounds great. Oh, what is it Ice Cube or Ice Tea? I can never always confuse the two. Oh, uh, well, they're both chilly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, and and I was informed that uh, that maybe last week's was a little too niche. I don't know. I don't know. Last uh, week's. Well, did we get any, I, I, any I, uh, Jeremy did send us a message asking us to take a look at a couple of stock tickers, uh, Ford and RTX, mm-hmm. which we can look at those when we get to the bet area. Um, but I asked him while he was chatting if he had any guesses, and he said, no idea. Hannibal, Silence of the Lambs. And then when I gave him the answer, he was pissed that it was uh, not a movie. It is a movie. You gave him the wrong answer. I did? The clue was, like, you get one one taste of delicious, delicious human meat. None of this stuff ever satisfies you ever again for the rest of your life. Yeah, that's what uh, Charlie says to Dee when they're snacking on the... Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> the, and what's the next the line thing? when she says... Charlie, that's ridiculous. Oh, I don't remember. Oh, ridiculous, D? Because that's basically the plot of Jaws 4. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. He went real deep on that one. Maybe I was cheating. I was rewatching Always Sunny, and that scene came on, and I was like, oh, that's a fun way to describe Jaws 4. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> you get one taste of delicious, delicious human meat. None of this stuff ever satisfies you ever again for the rest of your life. Man, maybe next time I'm about to do it from Jaws's perspective. <laughs> you just go into your favorite restaurant <laughs> here a million times. It's the only place where you can get white meat because you're on a strict diet. You are on a strict diet. None of that dark meat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Should we it's move on to talk about the bet? Just trying to celebrate the 4th of July. Let's talk about the bet. There is no reason to be sad, Dan, because we had a good pick. Although we Random did. had an amazing pick. So, what? Uh, yeah. Um, you don't remember? Random picked GPK, the, the stack that was uh, right at the Package bottom. Of holding? This, yeah, it was basically testing the bottom of a upward channel. I do. I do remember. Did Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it opened the week at 2377 and closed Friday at 2432. So that left random with four hundred eighty-four dollars and twenty-one cents. We started with four seventy something, I think. At uh, mm-hmm. we went long Palantir, mm-hmm. build our long at sixteen twenty on Monday. We're targeting a fair value gap. 
rotated near our entries for most of the day until Friday when it closed at 1781. Our total, our total for the week, Dan? Yeah. 52648. Bam! Suck a dick random. Suck a dick random. <laughs> was that that was uh, we got that one. was one of your picks, so wasn't sweet. it? That was. That was. But I was uh, basically I made up everything I lost from the the previous week's pick. Yeah, well done. If you, if you recall, I, I gave up pretty much everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I recall. Yeah, ten percent stop. Yeah, actually, your stop was perfect. It barely even got close to it. Oh, which which stop on Palantir? You uh, you had it at fifteen eighty. It uh, I think it bottomed out at like sixteen. Oh, hey, that's a Our, that's a win yeah, for me. Sixteen even. Yeah. All yeah. right. Beautiful. Beautiful. Hey, we're starting to get good. Not good, but we're starting to get not bad at this. Dan, we won. We won the month. Fucking. Hey, we broke. We broke the streak. We are champions. Yes. Yes. Now it's nothing but the trend is broken. Look out, guys. Is, is it a coincidence? <laughs> you better back the winning horses. <laughs> is it a coincidence that we've gone back into a bull market this month as well? <laughs> I mean, it was, it's been a bull market. We haven't been doing well. <laughs> Fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. All right, let's talk about some news. Yeah, let's get there. Dow drops deep on moving inflation, COVID frustration, war damnation. We're just bringing you the fucking news. You gotta recognize the game if you don't want to lose. We're just trading Rioters raiding, insider trading, taxes are raising, bills on the hill. We got a crypto mill. No, they ain't growing weed. When the Fed speaks today, it's some shit we don't need. Sing it, Dan. trading Alright, what should we start with here? Uh, uh maybe just general market stuff. I've got like basically the snapshot for the week kind of talks about all the big uh news that hit. Yeah, the the Fed inflation measure. I mean it was FOMC this week. Yeah, we had FOMC, they raised it a quarter bit. Um we had some economic data on Friday, uh PCE that showed uh, uh inflation continuing to ease. Yep. Core prices also eased from point three rise in May. Hmm. Um, let's see. The employment cost index for the second quarter slowed to one percent from one point two percent, and consumer outlooks is continuing to brighten thanks to the still robust labor market. Consumer sentiment from University of Michigan is at a twenty-two month high of seventy-one point six in July. Whoa! Is that is that measuring euphoria by any chance? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at the fear greed index on CNN Business. Yeah, yeah. Extreme greed. Let's see. We also had a bunch of earnings reports that came out this week, too. Uh, ExxonMobil and Procter & Gamble on Friday. Exxon fell 1.2 as they reported a miss, but Procter & Gamble smashed it. So uh, a lot of this is still talking about... Uh, we, we talked about the Goldilocks zone last week. That, that economist is saying that everything is kind of like lining up in. It's like, it looks like they might actually hit that... Uh, hit the soft landing. Soft landing, yeah. 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 So, yeah, yeah, it looks like it's it's still... It still seems to be that kind of sentiment. Hmm. Yeah, so that's that's uh, pretty much the majority of the economic data that came out. Yeah, I I, I definitely had one on the Fed and the PCE index slowing. Mm. Um, spending spending's increased uh, specifically on like new trucks and recreational products and vehicles. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and another reason to be bearish on automakers. <laughs> uh, uh, personal income ticked up 0.4%, which is not what they want to see. No, no, no. By no, the no. way. Nope. Uh, I have a. I have an article specifically uh, titled U.S. Paychecks Aren't Growing as Quickly. That's good for the Fed, but not for workers. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, basically what what we're learning here is that the rich, if they want to stay rich, uh, have to keep everybody else poor. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like you need the gradient. (laughs) You can't have rich people without poor people. So sorry, guys. I guess we're just stuck. (laughs) We don't want to we don't want to even out that curve. No, no, no. Yeah. No, that's communism. Uh, <laughs> uh uh we'll, we'll see so so it's 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 weird and wacky but it is what the fed is trying to do is part of what they're trying to do is keep wage growth uh from getting out of hand because it's part of inflation yeah but now like we, now it's part of inflation all of a sudden like we talked about last week though i mean the companies all refinanced all their debt and all the interest rates were at all-time lows like they, they don't have the need for money yet the fed raising interest rates is Probably not going to do anything and not start hurting corporations or companies until they have to start taking out new loans. Yeah, yeah. It's just going to hurt people like us who have to get a mortgage. Uh Uh-huh, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you, Fed. Hey, thanks, Fed. Oh, Uh, Yeah. What what else you got? Um, Let's see. Uh, I got one other story here that kind of caught my eye. Apparently, China is asking brokers for advice on how to boost stocks. (laughs) Oh, uh, they should call up uh, Iceland. I, yeah, that's not exactly what I was thinking. And I was just trying to think of what they're like, what are you trying to accomplish here, China? Now, uh, it says they consulted security firms for possible measures to boost stocks amid growing signs. They're seeking to restore investor confidence. I have an idea. And, yep. you know, you can correct me if I'm wrong here, but I think maybe not going after CEOs of uh, your successful companies might might have something to do with that. Kyle. I'm no. just saying. I'm just saying. Unrelated. <laughs> Causing Alibaba. Yeah. Yeah. Squashing <laughs> the ant deal. There was a lot of retail that was trying to make some money on those trades, too. <laughs> so so uh, tell me, how much did you lose on uh, the ant? Oh, I, I was already out. I got all out of Baba. <laughs> I actually sold that one at top. That was one of my better trades. Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Nice. But yeah, but you're right. That definitely, that was huge. Mm-hmm. Huge. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that would be, that would be, that's some good advice, Kyle. Uh, maybe, hopefully, China, if you're listening. The other <laughs> advice I would offer up is to not pick a fight with your biggest trading partner. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the country whose debt you own? Yes, yes. Us. <laughs> yeah, what, what would happen if, if it was, uh, if, if we just... Said, you know what, China? Eh, we don't feel like paying you back. Uh, the problem is nobody would want to borrow money from us ever again. Your loan is money. Yeah. yeah. Our word. Our word is all we have, Dan. Yeah. That's the. You got to live by that. Got to live by your word. Okay. Yep. All right. All word right. is bond. All right. But yeah, uh, so I kind of caught my eye. China's out there asking brokers for how they can make their stock market better. That's fucking <laughs> like, funny. Well, stop interfering with it. <laughs> let, uh, let the, you know uh, maybe that's just something you can try so have you tried free market capitalism China? yeah <laughs> oh, it's God. done pretty good for our stock market yeah. ah, once we put some some guidelines and and guardrails in place right you know, right it wasn't real great in 1929 but 
we learned some lessons. Yeah, yeah. Built better, built forward. Yeah, exactly. And it's uh, all written down. You can just copy it. You copy everything else we do. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so we just, just need some American company to build a factory in China to that manufacture stock traders. Yeah, yeah. And then, or and then know how to do it. There you go. Staying in Asia. Oh, yeah. They don't let us air over there. No, probably. Well, they used to. Well, yeah, but uh, then I sent some Winnie the Pooh feet pics to some government <laughs> officials. and uh, uh, They're still attached? <laughs> oh, okay. Staying over in Asia, it looks like uh, India uh, has noticed that, uh, you know, semiconductors are a big, big deal. Mm. Good, good on you, India. They're trying to get everybody to start building their semiconductors in India. That's smart of them. It's very smart of them. India's been making some real solid moves lately. Like they've been getting a lot bigger into like steel production and uh, like the the components and stuff that that feed the feed that industry, like electrodes and that kind of stuff. They actually make some decent products. Well, uh, Prime Minister Narendra Modi had the CEOs of Micron, Cadence, Applied Materials, and AMD all up on stage with him. Uh, or mm-hmm. well, CEOs of Micron and Cadence and senior execs from AMD and Applied Materials uh, at a big, big India semiconductor event. They called it Semicon India. Nice. Uh, yeah, a lot right. Of cons out there, huh? <laughs> uh, so, so they've greenlit a $10 billion incentive program to get the for for the semiconductor industry that they've opened up to foreign firms as well. Nice. Yeah, it is um, a lot more friendly with uh, foreign investment, aren't they? Yes, yes, yes. And uh, AMD has already said it plans to put about $400 million in India over the next five years, including a new campus in Bangalore that mm-hmm. they're going to make the company's largest design center. The only thing I don't like about this is that India gets a lot of their basic raw materials from China. Mm-hmm. So China still has a pretty big hand in a lot of the stuff that comes out of that uh, a lot of out of their production lines, right? And that's the biggest blow to their quality controls. Yeah, but they also uh, managed to put a a lander on Mars for like three million dollars, which is pretty fucking impressive. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. <laughs> like we basically we used a drone to go up as high as we could, and it dropped another drone, went up higher. It's almost like the, when the boys were trying to in South Park and they're trying to get Wilziak oh. back to the moon in Mexico. They're like, "We'll do it for twenty bucks." <laughs> like, oh, okay, sweet. <laughs> that was that that episode was amazing. Oh, the, no. Just that that last shot of the dead whale on the moon. Yeah, uh, no sound. <laughs> uh, Foxconn was there too. Really? Damn. Yeah, the Who's chairman of Foxconn. Uh, yeah, apparently. Uh, you know the challenges in India were they're the same stuff that uh, that guy Howard, what's his name, was telling us about. I'm so good with names. Oh uh, uh, yeah, Vanderlin, Vanderlin. Yeah, yeah. Van, yes, yes, yes. Harold Vanderlin. Uh, you know that it's it's parceled out. All the different areas are different. Um, mm-hmm. The the they need they need all this la- labor and capital, uh, which hasn't yet materialized to set up shop. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's and then with with all of the fragmentation, the policies aren't consistent in, when it comes to like tariffs and bottlenecks. Mm, as right. why like company like the why companies haven't been rushing in already. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, 
I think they got like 20 political parties up there and like <laughs> just as many like foreign languages. I think that's why most of the population does learn English is so they can communicate with each other. <laughs> that's part of it. Part of it. Right. Yeah. But, yeah. but you know, you know how many fucking engineers they produce in India? Mm-hmm. Holy oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not shocked at all to be like, oh, AMD, they're going to they're going to start designing all their chips in India. Well, right. That's not shocking. Now, you know what? Now they don't have to pay to relocate all those engineers. Mm, right. Right. And guess what? We don't get those immigrants. We don't get those those high earners that's, coming that's over here money. anymore. And that's sweet tax money. Damn. Uh, well, mm-hmm. hey, can't have it all. Yes. Awesome. Yes, we can, Kyle. Don't get those jobs either. <laughs> Are you an American? The fuck yeah. can't have it all. Uh, yeah. <laughs> as long as it's cheap. Grandpa <laughs> <laughs> always said you can't have everything. Even if you could, where would you put it all? Where would you put it all? All right. Anything else for uh, for general news here? No. I think it's time we hear about uh, one of our old favorites. <gasps> Maybe the lovely Sue Pullen? Whoa! But not Sue Pullen. Rebranded. Sue Mackey. Longtime fans of the show should be familiar with the lender formerly known as Sue Pullen, and I'm pleased to announce that she's back, fresh off a rebrand and ready to help as Sue Mackey. Sue is a certified mortgage advisor at Fairway Independent Mortgage, an equal housing lender who focuses on finding the right product for you and your needs. She has over 20 years of experience helping thousands of homeowners. Whether it's purchasing, refinancing, or even a reverse mortgage, Sue will help. Sue's licensed in 36 states now, so reach out and let Sue Mackey it happen for you. The best way to reach her is to just give her a call at 520-977-7904 or in an email, spullen at fairwaymc.com. Fairway Independent Mortgage has an MLS number of 2289. Sue Mackey has an MLS number of 206048. That email again, spullen at fairwaymc.com. And that phone number is 520-977-7904. Shoot Sue an email and let her know she needs to update that address. Woo! Man, haven't heard that in a while. Yeah, good to hear from Sue. She just uh, did my mortgage. I know, she did a great job too. <laughs> You're telling me. What, shit. What, where are the rates at now compared to where you uh, got it? Over a percentage, nice. higher. <laughs> <laughs> she was over. She was. Uh, uh, I was talking to her when she was trying to lock it in. She was like, uh, yeah. I don't know, "Should I lock this in or not?" It's like, "Well, what's the what's the best case scenario? <laughs> what's <laughs> right? the worst case scenario?" I think you have your answer. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, when she was messaging me and uh, yeah, yeah, Jamie Lynn, that was that was it. I was like, "There's no downside to locking it in." Yeah. Just do it. Just do it yeah. right now. Yeah. Lock it. Good lock enough. it. Lock it. Anyway. Uh, let's play a song Ooh. and talk about some stocks. Yeah. Stock time. Now it's talk about stocks time. Looking for setups and still not advice. Big moves, fresh news, and earnings. All that was saying it's still Please don't sue us. Well, have you been paying any attention to what the FTC has been doing? No. And I'm not talking about uh, trying to stop the Microsoft acquisition of Activision. Um, No, they're actually uh, been going after Amazon. They've been trying to target them for a massive antitrust lawsuit to try to break up their $1.2 trillion empire. Whoa. Whoa. Yes. Federal Trade Commission. Okay. So what's the... uh... What's the reasoning there? 
It's focusing on a few key elements of the business practices, uh, the company's subscription service like Amazon Prime, uh, policies mm -hmm. that allegedly mm -hmm. prevent third-party uh, merchants from selling their products at lower prices on competing websites, and policies the FTC argues forces merchants to use Amazon's logistics and advertising services, services according to Politico. Wow. Wow. You, you know, I used, used to have to, that. Yes. Yeah. So I was curious yep. to hear what your thoughts were on, on this here. Okay, so so back to maybe 2013, 2014, mm -hmm. 2015, uh, I started a, a product buying and reselling business on Amazon, made a couple bucks. Yeah. Uh, I was going around, uh, Tucson turned out, Southern Arizona was a test market for 99 cent only stores. Mm. So they would buy up goods and dump them super cheap. They'd like name brand just to gauge interest to be like, oh, you know, uh, how's this? tattoo sunblock mm -hmm. like how fast does it sell so i would just go in and i'd find undervalued products anyway regardless yeah uh, uh i listed them and sold them amazon was my business partner they slowly drove me out of business by making their costs and fees a little bit higher made all my margins tighter 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 till even mm -hmm. even buying something that i can sell for ten dollars online and I can buy it for a dollar seven. Still not viable. My that would it's like shrinking, shrinking my margin to the point where it's like I have to, I have to sell eight hundred of these to make it worth my while. Oh uh, wow! They really, and you know what? Because this, and this is my supposition, but what it felt like to me was Amazon was doing the same thing ninety nine cent only was, but they were letting other people go out, buy the products, list them. And then whatever's selling really, really good, they push out all the third-party sellers and start selling their version. Oh, interesting. And if you, and if you do want to still be a third-party seller, you have to pay that for that. You have to pay them to push and advertise and get your stuff to the top of the bucket, the 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 buy it now bucket. Yeah, yeah, right. Like yep. you gotta you gotta do everything their way through them, otherwise you're not going to make money on their site. They're going to route that order to uh, either their own or a different third-party seller. Well, uh, Elizabeth Warren has your back. She's one of the people who's been repeatedly calling for the marketplace and retail divisions to be spun off. And I uh, I made the comment when I found this story because I think we're talking pre, pre-recording. Like whenever I hear Elizabeth Warren talk about anything economics related, it always sounds ridiculous. Like she doesn't know what she's talking about, but... When she makes a good point, I got to give it to her. Uh, she said that it's unfair for the company to control the leading marketplace while also selling its own products there. Wow, I didn't even read the story. So, yeah, that's a really, <laughs> that's a really good point. <laughs> well, the analogy I've made to people in the past is that I started to feel like I was setting up my table to sell stuff inside of Walmart. Yeah. And then right. like, yes, so the more exactly. money I made, the more likely Walmart was going to be like, hey, what's that guy selling? What can we get it for? Yeah. Uh -huh. All right. Set up mm -hmm. our table next to him for even cheaper. <laughs> it's like fuck. Yeah. Kick you away from yeah, the prime yeah, yeah, space. Yeah. Oh, we're gonna move your 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 table in the back. Uh, the, the 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 fee for having your table here just got a little higher. Shit. I gotta be back yeah. by the eggs and butter. God damn it. <laughs> well, I'm trying to see if there's a deadline on this. I think they're still expecting uh, changes to be coming up, even up until the eleventh hour. They said, hmm. but it doesn't have an actual date on here. It's just uh, something to keep on the watch for because I think this might actually happen. This looks, I think they have a good argument for this one. 
Yeah, I. Who competes with Amazon in that home delivery market? Uh, now Walmart does. Um, I remember. Um, uh, I, I, I think right. Chewy does it, for pet well, food. Then you've got individual <laughs> stores, but like to be the market. Yeah, nobody does like everything like this except the maybe Walmart. But I don't even does Walmart deliver. Uh, not, I don't know if Walmart delivers yet. Oh no, but they won't. I don't think they sell third party. Wal- Walmart there, will sell third party stuff online. Yeah. This would be like if Walmart owned eBay and or Etsy and yeah, like you said, took your blueprints and then gave it off to yeah. Mexico. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, the the other crazy thing is we were talking about the UPS strike here at my house uh, and how like mm. that had the potential to really grind a lot of business businesses to a halt. Right, like mm-hmm. same thing as yeah, in the fifties, yeah. like with the truckers' strike. What are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I realized, oh shit. This is why Amazon's got their own fleet of delivery. Uh huh. Exactly. UPS strikes. Oh, you still order from Amazon, right? Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, that's going to be quite the empire. Yeah, that's the closest yeah. thing to Taco Bell we have uh, from Demolition Man. Right. <laughs> I, oh, if Taco Bell buys Amazon, look out. I know. All right. Uh, what else you got for for stock news? Uh, I've got a couple different different stories we can we can talk about. Um, the uh, uh, what's his ass face? Um, Zuckerberg which could mean, yeah, yeah, you got it. <laughs> Good guess. <laughs> he, he may, uh, he may be taunting Elon Musk with the cage match, but uh, Meta going up this week actually brought him uh back above Warren Buffett. Oh wow, yeah, Meta's been out of tear. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it it has. So it is, has. does this mean Threads is doing well because uh? Yellow Man, our, our favorite uh, correspondent. Our in-house researcher. Yeah, we need to give him some more work, probably. Yeah, uh, yeah. He uh, he did an informal poll at work, and it was uh, pretty much a hundred percent no to using Threads. Yeah, I heard about it. I downloaded the app, but when I opened it to sign up, I realized I hate Meta, so I deleted it. <laughs> I don't even like uh, using their Messenger app. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah. Well, that's that's the other story about Fuckerberg. Uh, <laughs> That, yeah, more than half of their users have already left left the app. Oh, uh, well, maybe they're bots. <laughs> <laughs> Only when they're selling it. Yeah, um, yeah. So I guess like 100 million people signed up and then half of them just left. Hmm. So they're trying to come up with ways to get those people back. More emojis. More emojis. That's got to be it. That's uh, got to be it. That's Apple did. The iPhone 7 or 8. Uh Crazy enough, the uh, Zuckerberg highlighted that the, the company's releasing an AI model called uh, Llama 2, and that's going to be made freely available for commercial use to any developers whose services have fewer than 700 million users. Oh, wow. Hey, we fall into that. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm actually, this is something Meta's doing that I'm, uh, that I'm uh, like, perked my ears up. Like, wait. Yeah, I'm interested. Oh, an AI model I can fuck around with, even for commercial use. Okay, mm, wonder how good it is. Well, here's it's it's genius, and I thought this is what ChatGPT was doing. Llama two, they're gonna anybody whose services have fewer than seven hundred million users, so they're basically gonna have the world beta test it, make it better, yep. and then they can turn the tap off whenever they want. Yeah, that's exactly right. But before they do, I want to play with it. Yeah, they get everybody addicted to it and then then turn it off. (laughs) And be like, oh, 
Oh, did you want to use that for commercial purposes? Yeah, it'd be two two billion dollars, please. <laughs> uh, let's see, what do I got? I got oh, I got uh, a story about Intel. Uh, okay, they have raised some eyebrows. Um, the uh, they declared that the personal computer slump is over, and the second half of twenty twenty three is going to show that's long away to come back is underway. Wait, is, is there a personal computer slump that I missed? Uh, yeah, I think after COVID happened, everybody basically upgraded all their machines, and now we're finally getting to the point where they need to do it again. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to think. I'm like, I think I think I did build this machine in 2020. Uh-huh. Yep, exactly. <laughs> I'm pretty but sure that's what I, I don't mind too. <laughs> I don't feel any need to upgrade. No, I don't yeah, really either. But um, other people, you know, some people like to do it a lot sooner than we do. Uh, no, he's expecting. There's people who played new video games and not yeah, StarCraft yeah. 2. Yeah. <laughs> CEO Pat Gensinger said inventory of those components is now back to normal levels, prompting customers to resume orders. And he's expecting sustained recovery in the year's final six months for that side of the business. Mm. And the latest numbers and the reaction are, quote, indicative of that turning point for the company. Gens- Gensinger said Friday in an interview on Bloomberg Television. Quote, it's nice bouncing off the bottom. We still have a long way to go, end quote. Hmm. So this is a day after they surprised with second quarter profits and bullish sales forecasts for the current period that topped estimates. Uh, it was up 6% uh, as of midday yesterday. Uh, biggest rally since March 29th. Hmm. Yep. Impressive. Yeah, so uh, maybe uh, maybe Intel's Intel. finally turning the corner. Yeah. Yeah, hey. I wonder if uh, the guys over at ChangeBrid still listen to us. If they do, uh, I'm curious if they still got their short on. Was that the one that they were shortened, or was that Big Blue, IBM? IBM is when they were shortened. Ah, that's right. Okay. Interesting. I wonder if they're still holding that. I don't know. I haven't looked at IBM in forever. Yeah, me neither. What's it even doing? They probably got out of that a while ago. Oh, yeah. I'm pulling up the chart. I mean, I hope they did. Oh, um, yeah. I'm sure he did. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, what else? You got anything else for stock news? I got, I got, a, I got a couple things. One, uh, it's not, it's not publicly traded, but I really wanted to talk about Subway, the sandwich shop. Oh yes. Wait, uh, is this the story uh, about the sub? No. Oh okay. no. What's the story about the sub? Oh the, well, the one of the locations got in trouble for changing their sign to say that their subs don't implode. Oh yeah. Fuck. Yeah, I think it was an unfortunate timing issue. Um, yeah. They probably weren't aware of the sub that imploded off the coast. Of course coast of- they were. Why else would they use the word implode? <laughs> I mean, I, maybe that's a fear. You don't know what people are dealing with and wherever this location was. Kyle, you've met people. You ask the average person what happens to a submarine, they'll, they'll say it explodes. <laughs> Do they really? Uh, you're a Navy man. You're, you, you, you just happen to have the, the burden of knowledge. I'm well, saying if it depends. You, it if depends. If you go on... out on the street and you, you get average people, it depends on whether or not your battery banks explode or not. <laughs> really. <laughs> anyway, anyway, no, 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 no. the The story is, uh, Subway has announced that uh, they are offering fifty thousand dollars in gift cards if you legally change your first name to Subway. Hmm. Now, this was a hmm. joke on the TV show community yes. about 10, 12 years ago, maybe even 15. I don't think this is the first time this has happened. Oh, I, they've done tattoo stuff. I don't mean Subway. I mean, just in general, a company trying to get someone to change their name. I, I swear that's happened before. Well, here's here's what really got me about it, is they're going to select one winner, meaning yeah. many people will change their name legally to Subway. Yeah. 
Yeah. And then they'll select one winner, pay $750 to cover the cost of the name chain, and then give them gift cards, which no word on whether or not they expire. Oh, God, that would suck. You're going to eat $50,000 with a subway in like six months. <laughs> oh, it sounds like a living right. hell. <laughs> uh, that led me down this weird rabbit hole. Of I, like, ooh, can we like, wait? Can we, can we Jared change his name? <laughs> Jared Fogel? <laughs> the, the pedophile spokesman for Subway? Yeah. Fucking stuff him in a chair and make him you eat mean, Subways for the rest of his life. <laughs> you mean Subway Fogel? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> He should enter. He uh-huh. should enter. Mm-hmm. He should enter. Um, there's some good articles. It looks Subway is up for sale because one of the founders uh, died. So it may be bought and become part of a public company. We'll find out. You think they take $50,000 worth of free sandwiches and, uh, as collateral? Mm-hmm. Only one, one way, way to, to find out. Parlay a win. <laughs> uh, and then real quick before we move on, I did have one last thing. Bloomberg did a study... A survey five years ago, opinion survey on Tesla owners, mm-hmm. and they followed up and uh, reached out to them all again recently and found out that everybody who sold their Tesla, the, everybody who sold their Tesla in the survey listed disapproval of Elon Musk as the top reason for selling their car. Wow. wow. Uh, unhappy with Tesla's brand perception was the second uh, the th- sorry, the third. So the top three were disapproval of Elon Musk, concerns about quality of service, and unhappy with Tesla's brand perception. Okay, uh, quality of service is, I think, a that's five. Yeah, right, right. Eighteen point seven percent. Yeah, one out of five people. They're like, it's not the quality. I didn't like the service. Okay. Yeah, but well, I don't like the CEO. They're like, what? <laughs> okay. And the brand people- perception. Problem is, yeah, you've people, already supported it. Like it's they like the to, car. Yeah, <laughs> it's, too, it's too late to take his money away. Yeah, you can't take his money back after you've already given it to him. Just no, 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 no. If, if like I sell a used car, car. <laughs> yeah, Elon Musk is not buying it back. When I saw that headline, I was worried that he was doing something with the autopilot mode for people trying to sell and like driving them somewhere else. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> <laughs> All right, so not as bad as I thought. Not as bad as you thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's hit some crypto and get moving. got some good news well sort of a mixed bag i guess you could say for sam bakeman freed okay yeah you know he's facing a lot of charges um he was originally indicted on eight charges related to illegal campaign finance activity in december he's personally given millions of dollars to democratic politicians including 2020 campaign for joe biden uh so the doj has actually decided to drop those charges (laughs) well good luck getting that money back yeah yeah um (laughs) <laughs> the reason for dropping this is kind of kind of interesting. Uh, the government, well, so uh, the government's been trying to get the Bahamas to extradite uh, Sam Bankman-Fried so he can come, you know, face court here in the U.S. Wait, he, he's still in the Bahamas. Yes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. This is part of an oh, extradition shit. deal. 
Oh uh, shit! I didn't realize that. I thought Bahamas, we had him. The Bahamas were not going to extradite him on the campaign contributions counts. Um, so the government, uh, in order to keep up with their treaty obligations with the Bahamas, has decided to not proceed to trial on those counts. Uh, unfortunately, like I said, it's a mixed bag because he's still charged with seven counts in relation to wire and securities frauds, as well as money laundering. So, um, <laughs> right, right. Yeah, a little mixed bag there. Wow. Wow. Wait. So, so I'm assuming it was the whole stack of charges. They went through the whole stack and they said, you know what? We don't believe in these ones. We're not going to extradite them if you charge them with this. And the government said, Wait, okay, we agree. So the, the Bahamas were like, yeah, he did all this illegal money laundering shit. But you also want to get him on some politics stuff, so fuck it, he's staying. Right? Yeah. I mean, I mean, it probably has to do with whatever the extradite or whatever the, the word extradition, is, extradition treaty? treaty has in there. I mean, that may be something that's not that may be a non-starter. Like we don't, ex- uh, you know what I mean? Right. It all you know that makes a lot more sense. Like it's yeah. it's about some language bullshit in the treaty. They're like, ooh. If yeah. we give him this guy, then we're right. Like we're letting him walk all over us. Look at the treaty. This is what it specifically says. Plus, they probably have a lot of other uh, rich people there that maybe uh, <laughs> <laughs> like to hang out and don't want to get extra. Uh, extra Look, I did a lot things. of illegal campaign contributions in my day. I don't want to leave the Bahamas. Right, don't, right. don't, no, no, no. I don't like Bankman-Fried, but fuck that. <laughs> uh, other news uh, in the trial is uh, Bankman-Fried is now under a gag order to not speak about the case, which is something you've, <laughs> he's not honored it's, recently. I mean, it's good advice in general. Yeah, uh, his... <laughs> Kaplan says to the defendant, uh, I'm very mindful of his First Amendment rights. I'm very mindful of the government's interest here, which I take very seriously. And I say to the defendant, Mr. Bankman Freed, you better take it seriously, too. Yikes. Yeah. So things, I mean, could be worse for him, but uh, not looking good. (laughs) But he's in the Bahamas, so he's kind of hard to shut up. Not for long. Not for long. Yeah. (laughs) You got anything for crypto? Yes, uh, there's a stablecoin bill in the house that. Oh, it made to the house. Um, yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's left committee. Okay, the okay. House Financial Services Committee moved the board, moved the bill to the floor for a vote. Uh, every uh, Democrat did not want voted not to move it out of committee, so it's not going to go anywhere. Yeah, uh, but we've got one. We've we have a bill one. at least. And none of the details uh, in the story, none of the details of the bill come out other than the quote from uh, uh, Maxine Waters saying it it promotes a race to the bottom by creating 58 different licenses, basically allowing like uh, Meta or Walmart to issue their own stable coin. Oh, oh, we do not. Okay, so it's probably going to get shot down. Do you remember, uh, uh, we've talked a lot about the gold rush days, right? Yeah. I remember uh, how some of those mining camps used to work where you wouldn't get paid actual money. You get paid in like the mining companies. The strip. company store. Yeah. yeah. And you had to go shop at their marked up store. Yeah. Could see yeah. Walmart or somebody trying to pay people in their stable coin. Quote unquote. One of my favorite songs from my childhood is Tennessee Ernie Ford's 16 Tons. Oh, and and the refrain in that song is Saint Saint Peter, don't you call me because I can go. I owe my soul to the company store. Oh, that sounds. And he's talking about how he has to work seven days a week uh-huh. to pay for his goddamn food because he buys it at the company store. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um. 
I, I could see why they maybe would be flagging that. <laughs> <laughs> well, right, that's right up there with Cuba and being like, oh, you want to get paid in Bitcoin? Sure. Right. <laughs> yeah, but at least they don't control Bitcoin. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, God. Yeah, that's. Yeah. So uh we it, on the surface it appears like we're closer but we're not actually any closer at least they're talking about it which means they're taking it seriously so i mean that's yes. that's progress in some some shape so, yeah so yeah sure yeah let's call it that yeah i'll call it that yeah, yeah. Mm, hang on a second i gotta tie my shoe okay well yeah. while you're doing that i'm just gonna hey i wasn't ready fucking missed god damn it you're three feet away Oh, okay, all right, fine, fuck, Jesus Christ. Okay, there we win. go, you there win. we go. Right? What was your good, good Lord. you dead bastard? Oh, it's hard finding a good for this week. Um, I think it comes to Thursday. The way oh. I traded on Thursday, and I traded without emotions. I, I took a couple stops. It did not bother me in the slightest. It was just a thing that happened, and then I was able to still stay in the right mindset catch a really good trade, offset those losses, and then some end with a really good day. Uh, Just everything that I want in trading. And I'm not really sure how I got into that mindset. I think it might have had something to do with uh, something that I talked to Tony Pollack about where we were discussing, like just reflecting on like what's the worst can happen Mm -hmm. in order to Mm -hmm. better accept the risk. So I I did a lot of that reflection, uh, I think, on Wednesday evening before the trading session. So I might have to incorporate some more of that. It was like, oh, what happens if I hit my max drawdown? What happens if I blow this account? What happens yeah. if I blow my trading account? Yeah. What happens to me? What's the worst case thing that happens? I get a job. Okay. Makes it a lot less scary when you think of it in those terms, I think. I agree. Oh, yeah. So uh, I've got to do more of that, I think. Yeah, I agree. That's 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 wonderful wonderful good being able to access that that, that master traders mindset being able to pull back from the emotionality whatever i mean i didn't have any of them to even start the day that's what was so great about it and like oh once you do that once like you want to be there so now i got to chase that dragon find that (laughs) get that high again (laughs) yeah yeah what was your good you know what my good was uh on the let's see i I highlighted i thought it was gonna i thought it was on the fomc no i guess it i guess it was yesterday uh i made a very nice trade uh in my journal i wrote trend day bearish resetting charts came across a large volume profile ledge on the 30-day area and a key structure point that the selling was heading towards yeah that's right it was it was thursday uh, the big, huge sell-off, and I wasn't yeah. even trading. I was, I was redoing my charts, resetting up my layout on the three monitors, trying mm-hmm. to put my dom and the most important, the chart that I, I find most useful, all on the main screen. Right. You know, and I was like, I need some longer time frame stuff over here, and I was setting it up. And when I did, I noticed this huge ledge, so I, I took a long. It was a fade. And uh, ended up being a twenty-five point trade. Beautiful. Uh, yeah, yeah. Really. Uh, and and it was there was like no emotion. It was literally just looking at at the charts, at the distribution, got the key area, saw the reactivity on the dom, entered, no emotion, just like boom, 
it's funny as I had a trade like that on Thursday too, but uh, I had to do it in sim because I already started my afternoon celebrations a little early. So, <laughs> so uh, now that you said that, it's reminding me, and I should have put this in my journal and I didn't. My first thought was I'm going to sim trade this. Mm-hmm. And my next thought was why? Mm. See, I was the other way. I was, uh, I'm going to take this live. And then my next thought was, you are not in you're, the you're, right state of mind. <laughs> you're not in the mindset. Yes. Yeah, you need yeah. to trade this sim. <laughs> oh, right, funny. right. And it was, <laughs> that is funny. It was like, okay, this isn't an Apex account. I'm trying to get funded. So I'm not, I'm not risking any money. Yeah. This is, this is a really awesome setup. Even, even if the trend continues, this is where the fade happens. Right, right. You know, and so it's like, why, why am I gonna do it in sim when I can? What, what's the what my stop? My my stop was five, six points. I, mm-hmm. I put a six point stop on it. Yep. You know, like it's like okay, all right. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. I I I'm, I would like to take this risk live, please. Thank you. Well done, man. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, great. Well, day. What was uh, what was your bad? Uh, okay. What I wrote down here was bad day, good day, bad day, good day, worst day. Uh, which basically sums up my week. <laughs> Started off week, had a good day to recover, had a bad day after that FOMC. And I think FOMC is probably going to be my bad, uh, trading in the morning. just, nothing mm-hmm. was happening. We took a couple losses. Uh, I cut at instead of taking three R loss on that day, I stopped at one and a half and I said, you know what, I'll come back after the FOMC announcement and try to trade that. Um, cause I've got, you know, another one and a half R units. I won't exceed that. And I stuck to that plan, but I really probably had no business trying to trade that. And I probably could have stopped after the second trade instead of taking the third one. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, probably not the best plan. Um, I don't know. I mean, I at least approached it with a good plan. Just uh, I don't think it was all that well thought out. Yeah, I uh, my bad was also F- pre FOMC. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I made three non lucrative trades in a row. Mm, yeah, uh, I think I've got a few of those. Yeah, um, I did, and and this was a, a strong candidate for the good. I did after those. Pre-FOMC, non-lucrative trades, Mm -hmm. I did come back to it and make three lucrative trades in a row and traded myself back back up to, uh, I think I've made a tick for the day. Yeah, yeah. Turned a red day green um, because because I made three non-lucrative trades in a row, and I didn't want to make any this week. I did three in a row. Yeah. Uh, uh, I was able to, like, step back and be like, holy fuck. I wasn't looking for any like I I mean I was trading in the key area of interest but like dom reactivity wasn't ever there. Yeah. We learned that from some reviews of our stats that that's like the probably the one or two most important things we have to see. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh so it's definitely my bad. None three in a row that morning. Like n- neither of us were on it. We and and part of me like I hope I'm not dragging you down like no no because I I had one lucrative trade on Wednesday two lousies and then three lousies after that mm. so no uh, I can't blame you for anything that I went through okay so I'll blame you you were dragging me down that's possible that's no possible. no, no. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, should we talk uh, about my ugly? Yeah, let's talk about your ugly. Uglies today. Uh, I took a max drawdown. Oh. And had to take a red week. I still haven't reviewed my trades yet. Um, I figured I needed to put some emotion behind it, and it was a lot of emotion today. Mm. That's what's so ugly about it. It's not that it was a red day. It was that the way I let it happen. Um, I normally only take three R on a day. My max drawdown is five. Um, I was going to be done at three R and just call it and just lick my wounds. But then I saw another setup that I liked. So I went ahead and tried to put another trade on and move some stops and ended up taking the full five R risk and, uh, did not work my favor. Oh man. Dude, it's, uh. I'm taking a positive out of this because I actually had zero issues following those drawdown rules. And that is actually a huge positive for me rather than trying to take another one to get it again. Like thinking like, Oh, well, fuck oh it's it. Got I'm to, already there. Might as well. Got to claw uh, back. What's yeah. The worst can happen. I'll lose some more. I'm already so down. What's, what's no, as soon as I hit that loss and then I knew that was at my max for the day, that was it. I shut it down and I walked away. I was completely done. No second thoughts. Fuck. Yeah. And then I also crushed it on M period. So fuck, who knows? Oh God. Yeah. You <laughs> fucking made. Yeah. 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 You made more than, more than up for it. I'm telling yeah. you, you gotta, you gotta apex an account. I, I think I will for next week. Let's, let's give it a shot. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm starting to think, see, but for me, like the NQ, I like doing it. I like doing it. I I'm not, I'm not where I can understand it yet, but this challenge is, it made me set up charts and I mm-hmm. feel like I'm, just now starting to get the feel for it right it's yeah, like forcing yeah. me to learn the nq i've changed all my charts around for it like instead of a thousand volume it's it's weirdly a 500 volume and then now all of a sudden i can see the structure yeah i've got it's a 375 just, and that one works pretty nicely i like i like that one a lot it's weird but you set it up different and then all of a sudden you can see the order flow right, right? yeah 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 is that funny how that works it's funny how that works um <sighs> My ugly. I had a revenge trade. Oh, no. I had a few of those. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if there's it's only been one, long... that's pretty fucking good. <laughs> it's, it's been a long time. Uh, it's been a long time since I've made a revenge trade. Um, that, that amazing volume profile ledge I found on the 30-day area that held. Yeah. I, of course, I went long there again. Uh, that's not the revenge trade. That's fine. No. I actually saw the reactivity show up again. Mm-hmm. I'm perfectly acceptable taking that loss. Okay. The revenge trade was when that lost, guess who went long again lower without mm-hmm. any absorption, without any reactivity in his direction, without a delta shift, without a rejection, without a trend, uh-huh. full size. That's textbook revenge textbook revenge and it is ugly my friend it oh, is man. ugly oh god i was looking at that and and uh only one though damn only did you shut down immediately after that yes that was my last trade of the day correct fucking well done yeah they're, they're yeah. gonna sneak in there an occasion man you just gotta be on guard for it and ready to shut that shit down before it gets worse i i Fortunately, right now I have seemed to be on a journey where, and I think you're you're right there with me. the The bad days aren't as bad as they used to be. Not anywhere close. 
and yeah. the the blow ups, the days where it feels like a blow up is not even a blow up. That means like I hit my max drawdown. That's not a blow up. That's planned allowable risk. I I felt like I fell apart and blew up today mm-hmm. and I ended the day down seven points. Yeah. But yeah. the feeling, the feeling before I looked at that was fuck. I am off my game. I can't trade like shit today. And then I'm going and journaling. I'm like, oh, oh, okay. Well, yeah. Yeah, not bad. I guess, I guess I didn't do that bad. Right. Exactly. <laughs> All right. All right. Fucking I, dude. Fucking progress, I. man. Sometimes Fucking it progress. feels like two steps back, one step forward, but gotta, uh, zoom it out, man. We got to zoom it out. It's only been three years, Kyle. Yeah, right. <laughs> and compared to what we were doing three years ago. We were about to we were about to on air mention that GameStop <laughs> had a short percentage of over a hundred percent and did nothing to trade it. Right. <laughs> That's where we were three years ago. Oh God, can we go back? Okay, yeah, yeah right, right, right. Let's go back. Let's play a bet song and wrap this yeah, thing up. Let's make a bet. Need it, wanna beat it, gonna win it if I take it from you. I'm filling my positions, quit your bitch and random's gonna lose. Got a chart full of levels and a stop that's not too tight. It's bet, pick a time in the shop, so pick them right. Dan, I hope you got a pick because I don't care. We won last month. I'm still riding that high. Mm. Okay. Well, uh, I had some stocks that I was looking at to play options on with distributions. Mm-hmm. Like gets to the bottom of the distribution, buy some calls, gets to the top, buy some puts. Oh, okay. uh, Ford was one of those. I had that put that uh i'd already i'd already made some profit and then i, I was sitting on a was it 14 no uh a 13 dollar put mm-hmm. and uh i managed to or maybe it was 14 i'll have to look at it. anyway i i dumped it uh before earnings and then earnings hit and then it went went my way yeah. um ford is at a right in the middle of their distribution that i mapped out so I think, yeah, that was one of the stocks that Jeremy sent to me, uh, asking about what our thoughts were. And that's exactly what I told him. I was like, it looks like it's right in the middle of a distribution to me. I'd wait for the edges before I tried to put anything on with that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, with, the, with their earnings coming out, they had a surprise, uh, positive surprise to both, but their guidance is, uh, they're, they're losing so much money on EVs. They're going to switch to hybrids for a while. And Oh, it doesn't look like the markets are liking that. No, but if you pull over to CHPT Charge Point Holdings, remember them? Take a look at that. Okay, wow, that is downward. I assume you want to short this thing, or you want to go long? I want to go long. I might even personally buy some calls. On Monday or Tuesday, we're going to see if that $7, $98 area can, holds again. 
I mean, it's kind of doing a head and shoulders pattern. <laughs> but if it's following the same pattern Ford just did, that descending triangle like that, it, uh, it definitely broke the other way too. So all I'm doing is identifying on the volume profile. We got this nice thick distribution with uh-huh. the bottom just underneath eight and the top just above nine. And we had a huge sell-off day on Thursday that pushed it down right to the bottom. And then we gapped up from it, which tells me there's buying interest down there. All right. Where do you want to go long? I want to go long. Uh, I'd love to get long 795. Uh, do you want to split your entry or do you want to just go all or nothing? Yeah, I want to do um, half at open, half at seven ninety five. I want the the stop to be at seven sixty. Uh, take profits. TP one is eight fifty. TP two is nine. Okay, all right, I'm in. Let's do it. Uh, let's get a random stock then. Random is going with. Uh, energy sector. I think that's New York Stock Exchange. Uh, Southwestern Energy Company, SWN. Okay, on the New York Stock Exchange. All right. That is an interesting decision. I would like to get some puts on this. No, why am I putting everything on the fucking bull market? I know, uh, right? That's an actually nice rounded uh, bottom. Uh huh. Oh god. Not just that, but then it's it also just, if you draw the trend line from the top. Oh, it's just it's just poked its head above that distribution too. Okay. Oh, and they've got earnings on August third. They got oh. earnings this week. Oh god damn it. <laughs> Well, this is an energy company. Maybe they, hopefully they aren't doing too well. Oh, well, with all this fucking heat, they're not producing as much energy, but they're certainly (laughs) gouging prices. Well, right. Oh, shit. All right. Well, I guess we'll see what happens there, huh? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So, uh. I already got the kiss back, too. Damn it. Yeah, it did. It did. Yeah. Fuck. All right. It's okay. It's okay. It's earnings. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you have it, folks. We're going uh, CHPT, Charge Point Holdings, and Random's got Southwestern Energy Company. Both uh, have to do with electricity, strangely enough. But yeah, I guess right. you could say that with almost copycat. Any company now. Uh, yeah, imitation's the biggest form of flattery, Random. Ooh. <laughs> uh, well, th- thanks for sticking around to the end, folks. Uh, we we always have a great time with y'all, but sadly, sadly. We have to close up shop. We'll be back at you soon next week with the thrilling results of that bet pick and uh, some more shenanigans. But until then, share this episode with your friends like the Bahamas shares its criminals with the U.S. and take care. (laughs) (laughs) Happy trades. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. 
Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Two Bulls in a China Shop is an entertainment program, and all thoughts and opinions expressed in the show belong to the hosts and not of any company. They are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual or on any specific security or investment product. It is only intended to provide entertainment about stocks and the financial industry of trading. If you make trades based on what you hear in this show, you assume all risks for those trades.